Hello, good morning, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is September 14th. Okay, I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Marilyn. It's her birthday month. She is a successful playwright, and I promise you, you will see her productions one day. And I pray that it is sooner than later. And I'd also like to dedicate today's podcast to Dr. Charles Stanley. I listened to a sermon yesterday and it was amazing and awe-inspiring. He was talking about meditation and how it skyrockets your faith. Well, I had to go back and take notes so that I could share them with you today. Most people think that meditation is, I read it and go on my way. Well, that is not all there is to it. Stand by. Meditation is not just reading a passage and moving on. Meditation is asking and giving praise. There is power in meditation in the life of a believer. Psalm 119 verses 97 to 105 say, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. You, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. A light to my path. If the word of God is not, then what is? Meditation is the process by which you and I learn to listen to God, apply these principles to our lives, and watch it work. You may ask yourself, what exactly is meditation? Well, here it is, according to Dr. Charles Stanley, and I believe all of it with my whole heart. Number one, meditation is focusing my attention on God and shutting out everything else. 
Number two, it is more listening than talking. Number three, meditation is the most important activity in the life of a follower in Christ, if you are willing to listen. Number four, it will quiet your spirit. Meditation will calm you down. God knows the day you've had. Number five, God will enlighten your mind to think the way he thinks about what concerns you. There is an immediate degree of peace because he will give you guidance. Number six, meditation will increase your energy. God knows how to give us the energy we need because he knows what the need is. God promises to give guidance, direction, peace, quietness, and godliness in our heart. He is a personal God. He knows when you are worn out. Meditation purifies your heart. Things may not be working right, but God knows why. Just say, God, I don't know why this is happening in my life. And he will always point you in the right direction and show you what is right in your life. God is here to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Confess your sin and stop saying you don't deserve forgiveness. A to Z in your life, God is interested. God knew you before you were born, and he knows your last day. Yes, he does. These are the questions that you should be asking God when you meditate. You should say, God, how am I to apply your word to my heart? Lord, what are you saying to me? Is this a word of encouragement? Is this a warning? Am I to be careful? Am I to be sensitive to someone around me? Am I to give something that I have not given? These are the questions that you ask in meditation. So please, listeners, make meditation a vital part of your life because it increases your love for God. Joshua 1.9 says, I have not commanded you to be, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not stumble nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Meditation is a concentration upon God. Your faith will skyrocket. Meditation increases our sensitivity to the authority and power of God. It strengthens our faith because we know only God can handle it. Setting aside time increases our awareness of the presence of God and we will be infused with joy 
because we know whatever happens, God is in control. Ask yourself, do I value my relationship with God to sacrifice time in doing something else? Godly meditation is a habit that changes everything. Amen. Bow your head. Father, we love you and praise you, not just for what you do, but for who you are. Make this message stick, cement it, glue it down. In the name of the Father, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. An In Touch magazine reads, God gave us the gift of a conscience to act as a moral compass, but if we ignore it, we may suffer shipwreck. When writing to Timothy, Paul charged the young man to keep the truths of the faith and a good conscience. Ignoring either piece of advice could have put Timothy in danger. The conscience is an inner monitor that judges our actions as right or wrong, but it is fallen in the need of redemption. Depending on how it's been programmed, our moral compass even has the potential to nudge us in the wrong direction. Paul himself is an illustration of this. His formal education as a Pharisee had taught him that Christians were a threat to God and the Jewish faith. His conscience had been programmed to see killing them as a service to the Lord. So he passionately hunted believers down without a twinge of guilt. Only after Christ met him on the way to Damascus was his inner sense of right and wrong transformed and his life course altered. We need the truths of faith to shape our conscience so we can trust it to lead us in the right direction. Take a moment to ask the Lord if anything is clouding your internal signals and trust in his promise to make your path straight. Amen. In God's way, day by day, the work of the Holy Spirit John 14, 26 says, The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. It is the Holy Spirit who works in us to prick our consciences if we are about to sin or have made a choice or decision that is going to lead us astray from God's perfect will for our lives. The Holy Spirit enables us to withstand and say no to temptation the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin that we commit so we will turn immediately to the Lord and seek forgiveness. The Holy Spirit shows us the choices we are to make and the opportunities we are to pursue. Amen. 
God's promises day by day. Psalm 52 says, I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. A tree stands in the courtyard, immovable, unshakable, with roots deep in the rich earth, drawing strength, support, and sustenance. An olive tree is evergreen, always alive, always growing limbs, spreading and and greenery flourishing. That is how David pictured himself as a child of God. The question of his place in the world had been settled. He would trust in God's love forever and ever. Amen. And now, Dee's favorite, the Proverbs. Well, some people may look at Proverbs the way we look at vegetables. (laughs) But I'll tell you this. Everyone that eats vegetables is healthy. And everyone that reads Proverbs is wise. Here they are. Proverbs 14. A wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands the foolish one tears hers down. Whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly. But those who despise him are devious in their ways. A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty, but from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. An honest witness does not deceive but a false witness pours out lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Stay away from a fool. You will not find knowledge on their lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Fools mock at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and rejoicing may end in grief. The faithless will be fully repaid for their ways, and the good rewarded for theirs. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. 
evildoers will bow down in the presence of the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fools yields folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. A population is the king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down, but even in death the righteous seek refuge in God. Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools she lets herself be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. A king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now God's purpose for your life. Romans 4.20 says, He did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God. Today's verse is about Abraham, the father of the nation of Israel. Over the decades, he wanted for God to give him a son, and he did not falter in unbelief or grow discouraged that his body was too old to produce an heir. He kept trusting the Lord even when earthly hope was gone. Well, none of us wants to struggle with unbelief, but it is the sin which so easily entangles us. Either we don't really believe in God's existence or we don't truly trust his character, that he's good and rewards those who seek him. We do this on a practical level relying more on the evidence we gather by our senses than on what he says is true. That's when we fall into the wrongful thinking that it's all up to us. 
we must find our own way because we trust him to provide what is best. Don't make this mistake. We find our own way because we don't trust him to provide what is best. Unbelief will not only hinder you, but can actually destroy you. Therefore, like Abraham, lay aside your doubts and make the conscious choice to believe God exists and he rewards you with his best when you seek him. Keep trusting the Lord with your earthly hope because that's when he receives the glory. Jesus, I believe you. Drive out any unbelief. Lord, hear my prayer. Amen. And commanding your morning a daily devotional, bow your heads. Father, I seek you today because you are my power source. It's not enough for me to deliver your words over my day. Empower me to align my actions with what I confess. I reject and repel all unbelief in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command my mind and my heart to come into agreement with what you're saying about my life and future. I break away every mental barrier that would keep me from accepting your truth. I decree and declare that I will be known by the good fruit you choose for me to bring forth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Jordan and Nicholas, I love you very much. All you have to do is listen. Please, everyone, share this podcast with anyone you know that is 18 to 27. These are the young hearts that we need to teach the secrets of a long and wondrous life to. These are the young ones that need to know the right direction now. Amen. Good morning, God. (laughs) You've ushered in another day, untouched and freshly new. And here we are to ask you, God, that you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight, for we can't walk alone. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. We got these blessings started. Super, 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 super grateful to all of the platforms that are allowing this podcast to be broadcast.
<laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Bye for now. <laughs>